2: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. I'm just fascinated with
3: the um, interest in this Coyotes arena situation. Is there a misconception out there why this is happening?
0: There really is. It's a, it's a short-term solution to a long-term spectacular opportunity there's a big vision here
3: Alex Marullo the owner is undefeated in projects he doesn't fail
2: I have two gold shovels I'd like a third this is the Rod Peterson show
3: it sure is Uh, good day Canada I would say good morning but for those in uh, eastern Canada good afternoon and to the US viewers here on Game Plus television a big howdy A big yahoo. I'm very excited about our next guest to open Hour 2, which I'll get to in a second. Hour 2 is brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beer, the best beer in the game. And we've been rocking today, as we always are, but Alana Nolan from Flames TV and Stampeder's TV was with us in Hour 1. She's in the last two weeks in that role, and she's moving out to Toronto, and she's going to see what the big city has for her out there. And we told some old-time writer stamp stories we analyzed the NHL and what's going on. Tough time to leave Calgary with the Flames on a roll, and tonight they're home to the New Jersey Devils. And Craig Button was with us. Who's a Calgary guy? brought on a radio director of scouting to vote all things NHL. I Vegas Golden Knights You guys last night in Winnipeg. And if you missed it, I said to Craig, what's wrong with the Golden Knights? He said, everything. Where do you want me to start? So we got a lot to chew on there, and I haven't even got to all of my topics, which include uh, the Raptors wrapping up this road trip tonight. They're on a roll. The BCLA wraps up tonight. Basketball Champions League of Americas here in Calgary tonight at Winsport Arena. Blue Jays active. There's a lot going on in sports. And are you thinking about the Calgary Stampede at all? It's hard to be in Southern Alberta and not. Steve McDonough joins us, the president of the Calgary Stampede, as we bring him on. Stampede Steve, as he's known on Twitter. How you doing, Steve? Great, Rod. Life, life good? Life's good. Since the moment you walked in here, you're smiling, man. As the president of the Calgary Stampede, I've got to think that is a
1: job. Um, leading a bunch of great volunteers and
3: a great board in a great city. After being through hell like the rest of us the last two years and all of that, we, can we... You're probably wondering what we're going to talk about today. And I want to just walk this back as to Yeah, well, of course. (laughs) Well, let's say this. My brother was a competitive rodeo cowboy, all-around cowboy in the CCA. Not for me. Horses scare me. Cattle stink. Just wasn't my thing. But I've been watching Calgary Stampede since I was a little kid, like every year, and have never, ever been, my friend. I'm hoping this year will be the first time. Uh, because working in the CFL for a generation, like Lee, we were all with, you were, weren't in Calgary in the summertime during Stampede, right? Because everybody vacated. So I've never been. I can't wait to go this year. So are you going to be back to normal this year? Is that what it's looking? Well, this is the plan for
1: sure. Uh, we're going to have to change uh, the fact that you haven't been to the Calgary Stampede. So, yeah, we'll put on a great stampede in 2022.
3: Well, I've long obviously wanted to go, and we've talked about visions of broadcasting live downtown and so forth. However, it's just how long you've been in this role, President Calgary Stampede. I'm entering my second year, um, but I've been a volunteer for 40 years. So, you know, all the ins and outs of it. Are you, yeah, you said that you raised Calgary yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Um so let's get into it. Like, it's the greatest outdoor show on earth. I know, I know it all, Steve, trust me, despite just watching. been there. Just haven't been there. <laughs> okay. Just watching on television and reading the coverage and just being a quasi-arms-length from the rodeo scene guy because of my family, but just not competing. A lot of friends that do and did. But COVID just, I was feeling for you guys. You know, because it's the heartbeat of the city, right? right? Mm-hmm. How did you get through it? Well, things got pretty real
1: when we had to cancel the Calgary Stampede in 2020, uh, that, was, uh, that was a signal to us and everyone that the community was in big trouble. So it was the right thing to do in 2020. Um, cancellation was hard on a not-for-profit rodeo. Um, 2021, we put on a very good show, uh, but Americans couldn't come visit. People were understandably a little bit nervous about coming out. Uh, you can feel the energy for 2022 117
3: days from now <laughs> you got the countdown huh well so what was it like in 2021 i'm just trying to remember um as far as the television coverage and so forth i don't know it was on cbc and i think yeah, yeah but it just it, it wasn't the same like no. what were
1: your crowds like and stuff uh they were substantially down from say 2019 uh we were half a million people last year Uh, We were 1.3 for comparative sake in 2019. So we're looking for about a million people this year. Wow. Uh, With with the borders open, with uh, just the general uh, feeling out in the community. Um, You know, and i got to say, we're doing things safely. We did things safely last year, um, and many organizations, including uh, sports teams, followed our protocols that we had developed to
3: open to public well it's funny because that brother that i talk about that was a well once a cowboy always a cowboy he's just not competing anymore but he was sending me these alberta government restrictions for capacity and he was saying well by the end of summer the rodeos are going to be full in alberta but they didn't get to that did they that was the talk but like you had your explain to me the stampede protocols versus the province of alberta were they different um we
1: followed alberta guidelines but we also enhanced them so last year we we said to the community we will go above and beyond so we did have masking in areas that you didn't actually have to have masking we had it we uh but we've also learned we're not just going to be getting rid of all, all of our protocols there will be cleaning there's spacing uh those things those things will survive even though we're in 2022 now um we just have to do that that's that's what we've learned. So what were the, your policies that other leagues emulated, if you will? Well, um, we, uh, we did have some at the time when you had to show that you had vaccines uh, or rapid testing on site. Uh, that was a very popular uh, thing for people who hadn't had their full vaccination. They could still come on park. But if there were particular v- uh, venues they wanted to go in, live testing right there was happening. Oh, cool! Uh, Yeah, Um,
3: was this for the the spectators or the competitors or both?
1: Well, if we're going to talk about rodeo competitors, they were in a full bubble as many of them were Americans. So we had worked with all all levels government to have them invited, and um, and across the border, and they lived in Strathmore. Uh, They would come in, do the rodeo, and go right back out. So they're very, very dedicated uh, professionals
3: sounds ingenious but also sounds like a major pain in the ass like you'd be glad that that that's over with right and i gotta say i can see why they hired him lee very positive guy this is the kind of guy you want as a face of the organization but i also got to think you got to be a bit of a sucker for punishment to take this job in the pandemic ooh how was the stress You would have been smiling like this a year ago, I wouldn't think. Last year, I, the smile was a little bit, a uh, little
1: bit less, but it, it was yeah. a great challenge. Um, this time last year, and I've, I've been saying this time last year, what we were thinking about: some people were just getting their vaccines. Um, you know, we we hadn't heard what was going to be happening, but we were making plans for a stampede that we hoped would would come through. And and this year, you know, we have full plans. The board has approved a full stampede. I am optimistic but i'm also realistic so we're ready to pivot whenever we have to what does a full stampede mean full we'll stampede this year well oh, we're going to start out with a fantastic parade on the first friday uh full rodeo we're super happy to welcome back the chuck wagon races um we've got uh, first nations indigenous programming the uh the uh, elbow River camp will be full um you name it, it's there. The food food vendors are coming up. I was just in a meeting about that from the US. We're, we're gonna have a great array of new foods. Uh, we've got a, a tarp auction um, on the 12th of April, which uh, did not happen for the last couple of years, obviously. So these are great, great indications that things are going to go forward in a normal way.
3: You got your parade marshal nailed down yet? Can't tell you. Mean a deputy parade marshal? <laughs> Always, hey, are you volunteering? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? We might jump in head first. That's what we do
1: around here. So, well, I can't. You t- you? I can't tell you. We'll be uh, coming out with our poster. Um, it will be on the thirtieth of March. Uh, so, look forward. To not it. too far away. Yeah.
3: No, not too far away. Well, like I say, Steve, if Lee has told you the history of this show and what we're doing here, I just, I'm not joking when I say I'm on pins and needles with being at our first stampede. But as you can tell, I've been a fan. Forever, you know, but life has just kind of gotten in the way. And for our viewers, because we are on national television, I'm not the only guy that's never been to a Stampede before. For the people that are out there, why should they come? Why should they come to the Calgary Stampede? If they never have, what's going to make this year? Might as well
1: start with the best. Yeah, Uh, But we we put on a fantastic show. The city opens up. Of course, you can come for the rodeo on the Calgary Stampede. Banff is just right on our doorstep. But you're going to see things from not just about rodeo, chuck wagons, and and all those things we like. It's also about art. It's about culture. It's about history. And uh, it's really the roots of Calgary. So Calgary opens its doors. You'll find the friendliest people, free pancakes every day. It's, It's something that you will remember. So if it's on your bucket list, this is the time to do it.
3: There you go. Well, I'll be here for sure. And I'm just hoping maybe that pulled in a few more viewers and I have a sense that it probably has but when i said that it was the heartbeat of calgary that was just this is how i feel and what did you say the history of calgary uh, that's, that's you right said. in the roots yeah right the roots uh, yeah. of calgary that's what you said absolutely mm-hmm. well is there anything else steve that people should know before we let you go well we're
1: just appreciative of the community support uh that, that our volunteers are the core of this thing um and and that is an important thing so if you're coming from across canada you're going to be talking to volunteers that put this on. With passion and professionalism and you'll have a great time.
3: Always tons of things to do around here in the Calgary area but the Calgary Stampede would be a great time to make it your first. Steve uh, thanks for coming out. Great to meet you and we'll be seeing you again. Thanks. All right, we'll be right back. The Moose will join us and we'll get into more of the Quick Six and all that's going on today. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network available all across Alberta and BC on the TELUS Optic TV Carrier and live streaming on YouTube and 24 Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com
2: to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
3: Alright, Great Eagle Resort and Casino. There's a live look at it. Another beautiful Alberta morning. By the way, Buddy Guy Coming April 30th, Great Eagle Resort and Casino thrilled to present an eight-time Grammy Award winner and one of the greatest guitarists of all time. Buddy Guy brings his raw and unadulterated sound to the Great Eagle Event Center stage April 30th. Get your tickets today at Ticketmaster.ca. And George Thorogood, catch the rock legend George Thorogood live on May 6th at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Rock your heart out at this high energy boogie blues show whoa may the sick we got him do you recognize the voice the sultry tones of the moose how
0: you doing moose did you miss me
3: how about well it? i no. didn't but the viewers did <laughs> you know what i'm the happy. viewers did did, they did actually i'm not i could go in and find it but i appreciate everybody sticking with us uh it's been a bit of a blur a bit of a hurricane today which is fine that's our life Mm-hmm. But live guests in and out, video guests in and out, and now. And what have you been doing? Doing business? A, yeah,
0: but I'm having a great day, like getting connected with, with uh, Steve and Atlanta, and, cool and spent a lot of time with Alana and uh, on the phone and people around here watching. This is great. Yeah, yeah so there we, we got some go.
3: live studio audience here. Hey, I can't guarantee that we're always going to have the eclectic live uh, guests that we've had today, but we try. Clark does his best, and uh, there are more. There was this hockey guy at a game i was at the other night and he goes well what, are you gonna burn through the gas and i said how do you just worry about yourself <laughs> he's like what are you gonna do when you get through all the guests again you do you will do well what, what did we say clark three years ago we'll run them through again
0: bingo right exactly you're gonna run at a guess by labor day remember that we, we clark 30%. loved that one he took that as a personal affront yeah Hot exactly and this guy Aren't you
3: getting tired of living in a casino? Aren't you tired of buffet food? No. <laughs> How could no, you? But it's a resort. People would pay to live like this. You just worry about you. Anyways, Moose. Mm. I had all these things, and we got a little out of order today, and that's why I brought you in a little earlier here in segment two. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even get through all the quick six, so let me just read this. The Toronto Raptors look to cap their road trip with a fifth consecutive victory tonight. They're in L.A. facing the Clippers two nights after they cruised past LeBron and the Lakers. And on the basketball note, the pro basketball note, Nicaragua beat Puerto Rico 96-83 in basketball champions League of the Americans play last night at Winsport Arena. And the event will wrap up tonight. It would be the Edmonton Stingers representing Canada against Nicaragua. I can't make it tonight because I'm hosting the Recovery Hour television show from here at the same time. But can you go and represent us? You can get your tickets at cebl.ca. For the Calgary area viewers, they're testing the city to put a pro team here. So you were there the other night. We didn't talk about it a lot the next day as much as we should have. It was a, yeah. it's that.
0: it's a vibe. Pro, ba- pro basketball is a vibe. It really is. It really is. As soon as you walk in, you, you feel it. You know, It's loud you know the fans are getting into it courtside seats two rows deep it's really awesome if you've never experienced it it's worth checking out i don't know if you'd be able to grab a a courtside seat for tonight probably all full unless you can get it on the resale market but it is it is a cool thing to see
3: i'm just sifting through the comments in the chat before i get to the leafs okay okay uh bw watching on youtube says the calgary stampede was on the cowboy channel on shaw direct hopefully again this year jason and red deer says rod you have to go to the chuck wagons and the evening show for sure we're gonna take it all in that's the one thing that the calgary people are getting used to me and i'm getting used to them we're not gonna sit in our room every night. we're gonna be out we're gonna be doing things
0: we're gonna be in the community Probably the the biggest thing in the stampede for me to get to, which, by the way, I'll let you know, I've never done the stampede. I've never been to the stampede. Me either. But I've been to other rodeos, and I've been to other carnivals, and the whole deal, and it combines all of that. But for us, it'll be the eating. The corn dogs, the fudge, right? That'll be our MO, probably.
3: Moose always tells me that they love the stories here. You, the viewers, love the stories more than the sports talk. And that's probably true. But these guys, you have to understand something. We're introducing this show to a bunch of new people out here in Alberta and all over North America. Yeah, I was raised on that farm ranch outfit. But the second I graduated grade 12, see ya. And my dad was, see ya. (laughs) He was just as happy to see me go. But growing up, we went to the chuck wagons at Craven. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't remember what they called it. It wasn't the Big Valley Jamboree. That was the Country Music Festival. There was another one in August with the chuck wagons and the rodeo and everything. And that older brother, Lee, who you know. Yes. They were trying to make me a cowboy. I got to be into my teens. They're like, here's a rope for you. And we bought you a horse. And I'm like, no. And the horses are big. They scare me. And they stink. And I often say I liked. I went to a rodeo once with my brother and his buddies. And this is what they were doing. They took those rubber feeding t- uh, tubs that, yeah. they, that the horses they filled it full of water, and they're like bathing themselves in the water. I'm like, "You guys aren't even going to shower. It's a cowboy, cowboy Wait. It's not for me." Yeah. But when I did that dinner in Paradise Hill with Daryl Sutter and Buddy Benz Miller and Brian Sutter, I was telling that story, and I said, "I just wanted to be a cowboy like two or three times a year. Craven, aggravation rodeo cabaret. and I can't remember the third. And Daryl just. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm a cowboy like, like Billy Crystal's a cowboy. Yeah, exactly. You know? I'm on
3: vacation.
0: <laughs> exactly. City
3: slickers. So that's my extent of being. Doesn't mean I don't love it or know it. I just don't want to be it. But for a couple times a year. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Mike Blackbird in Toronto says, is the C-E-B-L on CBC Gem tonight? It's on CBC Gem, but it's also on NBA TV Canada. So you can watch either streaming or you can watch on nba tv canada from wayne and victoria it says hey rod i'm surprised that you're not 300 pounds by now lol Everybody's saying that including hotel staff but pink drink working out every day and they've got a fabulous gym facility here fabulous gym facility and as they said you would talk about alana said how well they treat the stamps at gray eagle mm-hmm. how about the very first day we were here they said, we got a fantastic gym here, hot tub and pool. But If you want to take it up a notch, we'll take you down to the seven chief sports plex, which the gym there is on caliber with any NCAA division one football program. Yeah. And I've been to those places too. Okay. Back to sports. Cause allegedly that's what we do here. One general manager, Ross Atkins says the Toronto Blue Jays are still looking to add to their infield. Atkins spoke about the Jays' next move Tuesday afternoon after formally introducing pitcher Yusei Kikuchi, Toronto's latest free agent signing. Atkins believes the Blue Jays have closed the gap competitively, but he feels more can be done to stay competitive in the American League East. Arash Badani's coming up next segment to talk about specifically that. He, a part of the Blue Jays' broadcast crew. But this is what I was waiting for, Moose, and I think a lot of the viewers too. Your opinion on what happened with Toronto last night. Eric Jalgren made 35 saves to earn a shutout in his first NHL start as the Maple Leafs blanked the Dallas Stars 4-0. John Tavares had a goal and an assist for the Maple Leafs, who were missing Austin Matthews, of course, due to the suspension. Are you worried about Leafs goaltending?
0: Yes. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. I still am. Because you can't expect a rookie to come in. Even though he had his first shutout, he looked really good last night, and I'm really happy, and, you know, we want to jump on him and hand him the Vesna already and do all these things and and say we're, we're saved, it's one game, right, until he can put a string together. We like Matt Murray, young goaltender, coming onto the scene and doing really well, Tristan Jari in Pittsburgh again. We like seeing young goaltenders take off, but until you're proven there's always going to be a question mark and we don't know what Mrazic and Campbell are going to do either. Cause there's some question marks there. So no, far too early, uh, maybe at the end of the season, I'll feel better about it. Well,
3: I'll tell you one thing that I'm really enjoying about Craig button and yeah. he's been doing this TV, uh, TV thing, this TSN thing for a while, but he's settling more and more and more into it. Right. You know, for what he says on, on TSN and sports centers, one thing, but what he said on here, I don't know if you saw the interview or if you were doing, you know, a meeting down here, but He said he can't believe how dumb people are. Like, for instance, Jalgren gets the shutout last night in his Leafs debut, which is no small thing. He's the fourth or fifth guy to do it. I think the fourth. It's a significant thing. But he's not the first. That's right. Garrett Sparks was the last in 2015, and the last time it happened was like, did you see this? 1950 and 1929. Yeah. Significant deal. Yeah. But Craig's like, and now they're wondering out here in Toronto, should he start the next game?
0: Like, how stupid are you? Of course he's going to start the next game. Yeah, let him roll. He's young. Like, I mean, you got to see what you've got in him. Of
3: course you're starting him. Yeah. Set a shadow. Let's hear from the Leafs fans. Oh, we heard. There's one. (laughs) Avalanche fan. Okay. All right. I now know three Avalanche fans. Maybe four. Um, Daniel watching on YouTube says, Question. Will Darren DuPont wear a Stetson hat during the world famous Calgary Stampede? Yes or no? You have a hat it's in, in the, the car. car. Yeah, it's in the car.
0: Do you know what brand that is? You don't even know, do No, you? I don't. Uh, so I'll, I'll Can be- you imagine? So... I will say this, it's not mine, it's my brother's. I don't have my own anymore. I used to. It wasn't black, it was the light tan color. Um, but I don't have it anymore. So either I'll wear his or I'll be in line for a new one. But the brand will be out. Steve McDonough, Stampede Steve, the president of the Calgary Stampede
3: was here earlier and on his way off the stage, he said, Rod, do you have a hat? Now I don't have one here. I got one back in the homeland, but he says, hey, my son makes them from scratch, custom-made Smith-built hats. So we'll get that done. That's cool. I'm in. Would it look chintzy to slap a Rod Peterson show logo on one side and Gray Eagle on the other? Yes.
0: (laughs) I don't care. Sell my soul. Let's do it. On the vest, when you get the leather vest like the Bull Riders wear, you can put the logos on that. That would look
3: good. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, Daniel goes on to say, "Hello Darren Dupont, always good to hear your opinions." I'm t- I wasn't joking Hi, when Daniel. I said they missed you. Um just checking in. Jason in Red Deer says, "Is your audio being broadcast in the in the casino too, rod?" Yeah, well, why don't you keep why don't you come down and see? Absolutely. Yes, the audio is being broadcast throughout the casino. It's the perfect deal. Uh, Mike Blackbird in Toronto. Leafs win. Fans still rioting. That's Toronto for you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. That's the one thing I said to Alana Nolan, and she was with us last hour. Would you say 10 years on Stampeders TV, Five Flames TV? Yeah. And I said, Toronto, it's just not my thing. I mean, I was raised on a farm where you could go three days without talking to anybody. Only, I'd be talking to cows after a while. Just right. space. That's why I like Arizona so much. You yeah. were just doesn't have a sense of that a lot of space. You can swing your arms and not hit anybody in Arizona. Yeah. In Toronto you swing your arms, you hit 10 people. Yeah. That's the one thing. It's just too busy for me. But I don't get the the fan mentality of that team. Are you one of I don't think you don't feel like you're one of
0: no. the crazies. No, I'm not in that market, right? I've never been in that market for any length, real significant length of time. So yeah no and when you get that hung up on it i mean i love that i love how passionate they are but at some point you got to be a little more realistic you know and a little more you know tempered i don't know <laughs> see, what the word is
3: but that's the that's what craig button was saying he's like these people are not right that's
0: but it's <laughs> so insecure, i got that sense when you don't win it's insecurity right so you see something that a guy has a show you're like he can be the next johnny bauer let's make sure you know he's the next johnny bauer And that, by the way, is fine. But he's
3: saying, should he start the next game? Well, of course he should start the next game. What the hell's wrong with you? That's why these people shouldn't be coaching. Let's put it that way. By the way, uh, one of our P1s, Todd Pinkney, writes in and says, is there any more info on the golf tournament? Well, you are in luck. Got it right here. Rocky Mountain Rotary (laughs) Golf Classic. You are cordially invited. This is the Gray Eagle official golf tournament. Uh, Yeah, I I could sit here and read it. It is Monday, June 20th at Bears Paw Golf Club. The Rocky Mountain Rotary Golf Classic in partnership with the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. $250 per player, $1,000 per team, one celebrity per team, and we're working with the Gray Eagle to stock the celebrity list and there's going to be some good ones they got their own long list but that's right we're adding in the jeff fairholmes and well kelly rudy and our buddies it's just going to be
0: fantastic we're going to be broadcasting live have you talked with gray eagle about this uh that was when we got the the pamphlet that was the last time we chatted about it we got the information and all the gear and i'm
3: carrying it around with me yeah so i can send you the information on it and i can tell you for a fact we got two signed Connor Bedard jerseys, as donated by the Rod Peterson Show. <clears throat> as donated by Rod Peterson. <laughs> yeah. How about that? And a signed Bo Levi jersey, uh, it's Calgary St. Peters jersey. So I think it's going to be the biggest golf tournament in the summer in Canada.
0: I'm excited. It's going to be really great. Really, really great. Um, and those are always fun. And, and if we're going to be able to have our show, it sounds like the timing is going to work out perfect for us to do our show, get off the air and then get on the golf course. So that's going to be really awesome.
3: Daniel writes and says, remember that time a guy in the stands put on the goalie gear and beat the Toronto Maple Leafs.
0: Oh no! he
3: will always have it that. that. <laughs> it was like last year, two years ago, whatever. We'll never forget that. Never. Jason and Red Deer, I wish I could come down and watch live, Rod, but unfortunately the bill's got to be paid. I get it, but we can't move the show times around to accommodate the viewers. Didn't work that way. Hey, can you start the movie at 11 in the morning, Cineplex? That that's, works better for me.
0: Yes. yeah see how well that goes over but i will tell you this there's great tables here the internet works in the building i don't know if they'd let you bring your stuff in yeah here, come but... work here exactly let me
3: guess you're working remotely
0: anyways
3: uh somebody said about yellowstone i'm sorry there are so many comments that have come in here today unbelievable jennifer at the four seasons are you guys still going to be on Calgary, in Calgary, April 23rd? That is a Texas 10-4. Yes, we will. How much information do you want me to divulge on that? I don't know. Whatever you feel like comfortable with. Here it is from Jason. Don't forget, Rod. Lloyd on Yellowstone said the Calgary Stampede was his favorite rodeo. I remember. It's everybody's favorite rodeo. Yeah. But, I mean, if you, we don't ever talk about this, but we could. I could talk about it all day. I could host a show on the damn Cowboy Channel myself. Yeah. Do you know what the granddaddy of them all is, where that rodeo is? I ask you because I know you don't know. No, I'm going to guess in Texas. Cheyenne, but- Wyoming. Ah. I could host a show on rodeos, just like Alana Nolan did. Can you yeah. Know? Who would know? I just don't talk about it just like the recovery w- world i don't talk about that either here which by the way the recovery hour airs tonight at 7 p.m mountain on facebook live and youtube don mitchell writes and he says sometimes i wish the Leafs would win the cup already then they could quit whining <laughs> he says who am i kidding i love it the toronto fans are miserable 1967 1967 1967 Oh, man, you got to let this stuff go, Don. You got to let yeah. this stuff go. I, I'm with them. Who here wants the Leafs to win the Stanley Cup so they would shut up and then we
0: could go another 50 years without hearing from them? But the Don- that, would be the, that would be the best. The Dons, though, they're more angry about this than Leaf fans are, right? I think we're just like, we're, we're not even angry about it. We're used to it. It's just a way of life. I've never known them to be. You know, really having a sniff at the cup, it's not even an expectation doesn't bother me. Uh, Of you. I guess I may be. There are other people. Producer Clark, set your watch to the this is our year talk. I know. Every time. You know, it's waking up, pull the sheets over. This is my day. Every day.
3: I do have to say, however, before I let you go, and we only have a minute before we bring in a rash, but the Golden Knights, what's going on? i know i know and i was up i'm a little upset we decided last night that we were just gonna veg Mm -hmm. and not do anything yeah And i'm flipping through the channels and i didn't get the jets golden knights game and i couldn't get my vpn to work to pirate it illegally i was upset (laughs) i wanted to watch that game that's the only bad thing is you don't get the jets games out
0: here yeah i know it's not
3: enough to get orders in flames
0: i know did you watch oilers I uh, did. Wins. How could you not? I watched that. What a game. <laughs> it was a grease fire. And then the, the game-winning goal is off the guy's own stick and in after all of that. Like, they came all the way back to Detroit. Like, for being a bad hockey team, I really enjoyed watching the Detroit Red Wings play hockey. They're exciting. There's no other or better drama than watching the
3: Edmonton Oilers play hockey. <sighs> I'm like, right you're up four to one. I'm like, okay. You thought the roller coasters were wide at, wild at Knott's Berry Farm. Right. Be
0: an Oilers season ticket holder, man. I know. Your hair will either be fallen out or turned white <laughs> by Christmas. Yeah, and last night was just another trip on the coaster, man. Holy. See ya
3: at uh, overtime, Moose. You bet. Rash Madani joins us next. We're broadcasting live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on the beautiful Sutina Nation. We're on Game Plus Television, live streaming on YouTube. And if you've missed any portion of the show, you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify.
2: to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed
3: you're looking at gray eagle resort and casino here the gateway to the foothills Calgary's entertainment destination. It has just been a fantastic day. Alana Nolan of Flames and Stamps TV, Stampede president Steve McDonough, TSN's Craig Button, and it just continues as we welcome in our great friend Arash Madani from Rogers Sportsnet, Sportsnet Blue Jay coverage. And uh, hey, Arash, good to see you, my man. Let's dive right into it, if you don't mind. Ross Atkins, the GM of the Blue Jays, saying Tuesday that they've closed the gap. He feels in the competitive AL East, they've made a deal today. How excited are you in the landscape of the Blue Jays here with spring training opening?
2: Well, I think if you're a Blue Jay fan, Roddy, I mean, just from a defensive standpoint, this team has gotten a lot better today. They go out and trade for Matt Chapman, a handful of prospects, then a couple of major league-ready players come back. But the Blue Jays defensively really struggled at third base last year. And when you think about defensive runs saved in all of baseball over the last four or five years, Matt Chapman is number three in the game. I mean, we're talking about a 99th percentile defender He's got a wins above replacement of nearly eight. I mean, when your war is around seven and a half, that is big time. So uh, the Blue Jays got a significant upgrade there, but they still need a second baseman. Marcus Simeon's gone over to Texas. So it's been such a weird off season because of the lockout. Now spring training is underway and they're still making free agent signings now.
3: Well, you know, it's interesting you say that with Marcus Simeon gone and Robbie Ray, too. We talk about the exciting acquisitions, of course, but what about those losses? I mean, how are they going to fill for Robbie Ray?
2: Well, they went and got Kevin Gosman, which is, you know, one of the the front-of-the-line rotation starters was number one, number two, depending on how you kind of consider it in San Francisco last year. Logan Webb got the ball for game one of the, the postseason against L.A. But for the first time in a while, Roddy, I actually don't look at starting pitching one through five as a question mark for the Blue Jays. First time in quite some time. They just extended Jose Barrios, who they brought over in a trade last year gave up a hefty haul for him. Now they have Gosman as your number two. Alec Manoa, who a year ago was not even on the radar, has established himself as one of the premier young pitchers in the game. Then you have Ryu and you bring in uh, kikuchi from seattle on a three-year deal one through five the blue jays rotation is set now the question is with a shortened spring training and with all the injury possibilities what kind of depth do you have when you're putting it out well ross Stripling's hanging around Nate pearson's hanging around ryan baruck out of options he could be an option coming down so i actually believe that the blue jays starting pitching is in probably as good a shape as we can remember in quite some time
3: and it's Vladdy's 23rd birthday today is he the most popular no no dumb question austin Matthews is the most popular athlete in toronto i would assume you're there you tell me where's Vladdy know. rate on the scale
2: i don't know that that's a good question I. I now that I start to think about it, who are you know the, the most popular athletes in this city? I actually think as even though Fred Van Vliet was an all star and got a lot of fan voting, Scotty Barnes is really becoming, you know, the player that a lot of Raptor fans are gravitating toward. Austin Matthews is having a superb season. There's something about Vladdy, Rod. I don't know if it's because he's a second generation Canadian baseball player, you know. Is, Father obviously played for the Expos. Is it the megawatt smile? Is it the fact that, you know, he's just identified by his first name? Vlad, um, you know, Home Run Derby champion, runner-up for MVP, gets that whole dugout kind of going. Um, Guerrero is is all of it. Like, I mean, you mentioned it's his 23rd birthday. He is top three right now in AL MVP voting. I looked it up yesterday. It's plus 400. You know, last year he would have won most valuable player in the American League, if not for Shohei Ohtani, who did things that we've never seen before. So it's Ohtani Trout and Guerrero who are really the, the straws that stir the drink in the American League. But in terms of marketable stars in baseball, Vlad's right there among anybody and everybody else in the game.
3: It's a fascinating debate, and the only reason that ever came on my radar was when OBJ was with the Giants, and you probably were aware of this, they said he was the most popular athlete in New York, and I thought, man, that is saying something, given the franchises there in New York. And it was OBJ and blah, 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 I don't want to get sidetracked, but can I just say this? The Blue Jays, if they stay healthy, Vladdy and the rest do have a chance to contend in the AL East or no?
2: Yes. Yes. Right now, they're the betting favorites to win the division. They still have to do an upgrade to their bullpen. There's no question there. And they need a second baseman. But it's such a weird time because remember, Rod, basically from the first week of December until last week, it was a lockout. Teams couldn't even contact agents. It was a $500,000 fine on the table if there was any tampering or any kind of communication between players and coaches. I heard a story that a player was actually in Arizona and reached out to a coach and said, what's that restaurant in Phoenix you always talk about? And the coach was didn't reply um, with the threat of a fine. So right now, you not only have camp going, but free agency at the same time, trades at the same time. You know, Matt Olson going over from Oakland to Atlanta. It was Chapman today to the Blue Jays. Josh Donaldson went over to the Yankees. A lot is happening right now. But as I look at the AL East right now, and I know Tampa's a defending division champs, and we count them out. I just look at the firepower on this team offensively. I look at the starting arms that they have, and I just look at what they're able to, what they've shown that they can do defensively. I think right now Toronto's the best team in the division. They ain't got to go do it for 162 games.
3: And that's where the fun begins. Hey, Randy's road trip kicked off in Calgary here yesterday. I don't know if you saw Danny Austin's coverage of it in the Calgary Sun. He was one of the old, them on the St. Peters website, some of the only media that I saw doing stories on it. Um, did you follow what came out of it at all?
2: I did. And, you know, obviously the genius sports thing is, is a big part of this. And Danny did some great reporting. Uh, the, the drive to survive thing is what every league now wants to do because of what it's done with F1. The PGA Tour... Is on board with this. There were cameras following Ralph Nadell and a bunch of tennis players in Melbourne at the Australian Open. Tennis is following suit. Ron, I've been told that Genius Sports slash CFL slash the TV rights holders, uh, the competitor to the company I work for, are are hoping to sit down with the CFL PA and make a presentation and make a pitch towards something. Now, I would sus- I would suspect it has something to do with the drive to survive model but i'm also told rod that genius sports has really made a push to the league office about four downs and that randy Ambrosi has let the teams know and let some of the football people know that there is a real push towards four downs from their now partner over at genius sports so keep that in mind as this kind of unfolds that some of the reporting that came out of gray cup week well, it's getting a real push now from one of the, the key stakeholders on the business side of that entire operation. <laughs> yep. You
3: drop that stink bomb now. We're almost out of time.
2: <laughs> I'm just oh, answering your questions, brother. <laughs> uh,
3: well, I've, where there's smoke, there's fire, and it didn't come, you know, come out of the blue at Grey Cup. There's no doubt. We'll have to bring you on a little more regularly to, to follow this story but if i may let me just say this you worked in this town of calgary i wonder what your affection is for it because your life kind of pivoted here if i'm not mistaken did it not
2: yeah i i was actually talking to somebody about this just yesterday i did i covered the flames back in the school before the score was just a nap rod remember those good old days because you were part of the regina uh, deal, and I was in Ottawa and in Calgary with the score. We were uh, we were bureau reporters. I did the awesome. 8 game season. I can't believe that was 15 years ago. So it was uh, Ginla, it was Kiprasov, Fanuf, Regier, Lanco, Conroy, sarich I mean, on and on it went. It was a great time. And I know Ryan Leslie comes on the show. Ryan was with Global then, and uh, Ryan's a beauty. So, no, I remember those days quite fondly in Calgary. We got into uh, lots of fun, a lot of trouble there.
3: Those were the good old days for sure. Well, I'll say hi to your crew. We're we're overdue for a catch up. Thanks for this, Arash, and uh, good luck on the Blue Jays trail. All
2: right, thanks, Roddy.
3: Sportsnet, Arash, but Danny checking in from the Big Smoke Hogtown. We'll be back with overtime right after this break to wrap up what's just been a. Fantastic day here at Grey Eagle. You're watching the RP show on the Game Plus TV Network, YouTube Live, and 24 Hour Sports Radio at RodPeterson.com.
2: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now!
3: One more time, it's overtime for many people, their favorite part of the show. Maybe that's because the Moose rejoins us here at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. We're live at the Stage Bar. Overtime is brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, and they are your home for the NHL and UFC. Has anybody checked on the Greek Freak? He's so excited about the Leafs winning with the rookie, Jolgren, last night. Biggest Leafs fan, uh, frankly, that I know. But... It's over time, but it's viewer takeover and just checking the text line, the 902 line. Ron Thompson in Calgary says, Craig Button, the best he is. Wilf Gerhardt is watching on Game Plus TV in Steinbach, Manitoba, home of the Pistons. And he says, I noticed that goalies take a drink after allowing a goal. Must be dehydrated. Exclamation point. You know what that is as a former goalie. You're embarrassed. You know the camera's on you. You know, a lot of people, like I'm... Darren knows this because he's around me all the time. And that diploma that I have in, like, body language, the way the brain works. A lot of people's nervous tells are... They'll, like,
0: feign a yawn or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, just that when you're uncomfortable, you don't know what else to do. Right. You can't just sit there and look stupid. So you <laughs> got to do something. Yeah. And that's the goalies. Check your phone. Play Turn and take a squirt of water. Turn and take a squirt of water. Because you know the camera's on you. It's like, and instead of just some, some rare, they'll just sit there with, you know, bent o- hunched over, you know, kind of bent In over. In some cases. But that's very, very rare that I but see. But wealth, wealth is right. And well, thank you for texting into the
3: program. By the way, that is a very unheralded name, Wilfred. Yeah, I knew a few in my hometown. Wilfred Matchett. He played in the yeah. square dance band. Oh. I probably won't surprise you, Wilfred Matchett. No. And um, let's now. You, now every NHL game I'm going to watch. Now I'm going to see if the goalie's taking a shot of water after. Yeah. I will. You wa- What's the bet, Regal line on that? What's the over under on how many times they show the goalie? And he takes a shot of water. Yeah. Every
0: time there's a goal. Like overnight. Well, over 90% of the time. 90%. These are the advanced stats I'm here for, okay? These are the <laughs> stats I'm here for. This is like
3: an article at The Athletic. Expected yeah. goals. Analytics. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This is a prop bet.
0: Um, expect EW. Expected water bottle shots. EW. Yeah. Like, I'd be
3: remiss if I didn't bring up some of the news that I didn't get to at all today, and one is Sammy Guavin, good friend of mine, signing a $2 million deal with the Miami Dolphins, a one-year deal, 2 mil. And when I say good friend, it's just because I've watched his story. It's the commentary today if you go to rodpeterson.com or listen on Cat Country, or Rock 98. The guy was working at Foot Locker hating his life nothing against footlocker at all but he wanted to a shot at pro ball and it wasn't coming yeah and that's universe stuff man that's 11 11 like he saw the ad that the saskatchewan rough riders were having an open tryout in dallas pay a hundred dollars come try out for the team and he did and that was in 2016 and now here he is He's been in the NFL since nineteen twenty 21, twenty one. He's going into his fourth NFL season.
0: Yeah, pretty good investment. That hundred bucks, I'd say. You know, he's made that ten times over. You know, it's it's you know, you you root for people like that, that pay the money, take a chance on themselves, never give up on their dreams. I love that. Um, you know, and and we want to see more of it and i know we didn't talk about alex singleton much yesterday I although it was brought up you know will he come back to the cfl well he was a two-time leading tackler for philadelphia twice he led the team in tackles the last two years he team captain was a team captain a couple of touchdowns he's gonna to land somewhere else in the nfl if he hasn't already for sure before he's starting to exercise coming back and he's only 26 i believe so he's still young So uh, he'll have an opportunity.
3: Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes in and says, I wonder if Huff has contacted Singleton yet. That's the one thing that people, I don't think, understand. Every player's different. Some players, last minute of play in the RP show, last minute of play. Some guys are going to go to the highest bidder. Some guys are going to go to the city that they want to play in, live in, where their friends are. Everybody's different. Alex Singleton strikes me as the kind of guy that if he was coming back to the CFL, it would be here although there's a misconception that he had said early in his draft year in the cfl that if i don't get drafted by calgary i'm not coming he came on this show and said that's not true right i would have played anywhere right but i now after having spent some time here i think that he would come back to calgary uh and then well did you see a rash drop this four down thing you saw that now all the viewers are upset that the cfl's strongly considering going to four downs. Don't shoot the messenger. But they always do. Stew on that for 24 All right. hours. We'll talk about it more on Friday. Thanks to our huge guest list today. We'll see you tomorrow at noon Eastern.
2: Gameplay. Let's make some noise. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.